Hey everybody, welcome back to Live for Sports. My name is Nathan. Uh, sorry for the inactivity, let's call it. Uh, I've just been enjoying the holiday break, I guess. Um, it's been two, three weeks, I want to say, since I posted the last episode. Um, there just hasn't even been much to talk about, really. Um, NHL and, Mil- and NBA, they're just getting ravaged by Omicron right now. It's, it's getting bad. MLB is currently in lockout. NFL is gearing up for the playoffs. I don't really have much NFL to talk about until next week. Next week is probably going to be a full NFL episode, I would think. Um, this episode, though, will go over what's what I've missed. So the World Juniors being one, getting canceled. Um, NHL players, they're not allowed to go to the Olympics or they backed out of the Olympics. That's, that's another thing that happened while I was gone. And the Seahawks aren't going to make the playoffs. This is the only NFL thing I'll talk about this week. Uh, they're not making the playoffs. Um, so I'm going to assume like the GM slash owner type role of the team and I like do what I would do. And this like I would say this is what I'm going to do in the offseason for them um, to get back in the playoffs next year. Maybe Super Bowl, but probably not. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. Simmons, is this the dagger? <laughs> topic of business let's call it world juniors started off in alberta edmonton and red deer to peace specific they never got going really they played two teams played two games i believe it was each um usa recorded two positive tests they that caused them to forfeit their second game was it yeah the second game of the tourney against the swiss so actually the u.s only played one game then just a day later, Czech Republic was forced to forfeit their game against the Finns due to a positive test. That same day, Russia forfeited their game due to one positive test against the Slovaks. IHF decided then, we've seen enough. They canceled the tournament altogether. Um, they just didn't think it was safe to continue playing. Uh, I really think this was a very poorly managed tournament. Um the hotels that the players were staying in were open to the public. I've seen like TikToks and stuff like that of people in the hotels of the world juniors. It, it, it makes it near impossible for those guys to stay away from the public interaction where somebody could be carrying COVID. Oh, look, they were probably, um, it's, it's to me though, it's a bit ridiculous to only cancel this tournament after four positive tests out of how many players, 250, something around there. Or 250 team members, something like that. It's It just makes me think back to last year. World Juniors in the bubble. Um, Germany came in. They had a COVID outbreak. They had what was it, 9, 10 guys on the COVID list, something like that. And I remember they had to play against Canada. Juggernaut Canada. Yeah, Canada's a juggernaut. I, I'm... Sure, call me biased, but Canada's a juggernaut. No, nobody can deny that. And especially their team last year. Their last year team was one of the greatest Canadian teams assembled, even though they didn't win, I would say. They had, like, almost everyone was a first-round pick. Um, 
they had to go up against Canada, and they were missing so many players, including their number one goalie. Um, they lost sixteen to two that game. Sixteen to two. That that was like one of the Canada's biggest Boxing Day opening day wins, uh, for the tournament in their tournament history. It it's just really, to me, it just sucks for some of these players, on the on all the teams, mostly, but like. It, it's their only chance, probably, to suit up for their national team ever. Most of them. Not, probably, I'm assuming, like, a Bedard or sh- maybe a Shane Wright is going to suit up for Canada at the Olympics one day if we ever go back. Um, maybe there's a couple others, too. Um, some of the Sweden players I know will probably make there. There, there. There's always a couple that will probably st- stick around on the national team. But, like, for countries like Austria, Switzerland, even, this is... This is like making it to the NHL for them. Like, this is like winning, almost like winning the Stanley Cup for them. You made it this far. And they just get that stripped away. They don't, this is it for them pretty much. They, like, after this, they aren't getting into the NHL probably. AHL probably not. Like, they can go to, like, the ECHL, something like that. But most of them don't make it to the NHL or that higher level unless you're really, really good. And, uh, like, this is kind of where their hockey career almost ends for some of them. There were more positive tests registered on December 30th, I, f- I found out. Um, it included one from Canada, one from Russia, one from Germany, one from Slovakia, two from Sweden, and one on-ice official. That, that, that's a good chunk of, te- of the teams who were in the tournament, yeah. Um, that's five of the teams that, that got a uh, COVID case. But, it, like, it's not a massive outbreak. The That... That's not going to sideline the entire team for weeks. Like, think back to Vancouver last year. They got their huge COVID outbreak. They were out for like two, three weeks, was it? Without playing a game, without practicing pretty much. Um, Who else? Dallas at the start of the year had a bunch of games postponed. Nashville, I believe. There was just way, way more teams that had way bigger outbreaks that were done for weeks. I don't know. It's it's just really stupid, I think, how they canceled it, even though everyone's getting one COVID case. Maybe bring in a taxi squad or something. They did they did it for the NHL. Um I don't know, I think the taxi squad it might be a decent idea. Um I my personal belief is this tournament should have still ran. I love this tournament. It's like one of my favorite times of the holidays because I could just sit back and watch some really entertaining hockey because the passion these guys play with is just at a way bigger level than the NHL, I believe. I I do think it was just horribly, horribly managed, though. Um, You just... I, I get that there was like a... Even in a Slovak goalie in, Instagram post, he blasted... It was not one, but two Instagram posts. He just ran out of room on the one, I think, and just kept going on the second one. They were huge. He... It was, it was like they fall. He summed it up by saying they followed the protocols. They did their quarantining stuff. They prepared for months for this only to get it canceled when they got there. And he even said that there was a wedding the day that it got canceled or something like that. Like, I get that these people have probably had these hotel reservations for maybe a couple months now. And they've planned a hotel for like maybe even a year plus. But like you gotta do something if you're gonna be running this tournament. Put them in a different hotel. Put them put them in like a 
freaking motel or something. Honestly, they'd probably be fine with it. If it means they stay away from the public and don't get COVID, then I'm sure they could manage. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. It's just horribly managed, in my opinion. The funniest story, though, had to be the teams leaving um, because Russia and Czechia were trying to fly home to, not home, but they were going to Frankfurt, Germany, I believe it was. And then the report was that the Russians were not wearing their masks and smoking cigarettes at the back of the plane. And apparently the coach was vaping too. Um, both teams were thrown off the plane. Russia said that it was both USA, or not USA, sorry. It was both Czechia and them that were doing it. And Czechia's coach came out and said, no, that wasn't who it was all the Russians. Um, we And that their team got pulled off the plane because their sweatshirts look the same as Russia's, I guess, just with different wording. Um, they couldn't tell the difference apparently though. Um, so the, def- the flight got delayed for nearly three hours. I believe it was for like everyone going to Germany. Uh, it just, it just screams like a Russian thing for me all over. I, it's just, just, I don't know. I, 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 can't really see Czechia being involved. I just it I can just totally see some Russian players doing this. It, they yeah. Um so in summary poorly managed tournament. I wish it was going on, but it's not. Hopefully it gets rescheduled to all the summer. I know some people might be ineligible technically for the tournament then, but who cares? Run the tournament. Um it won't be the same without it being over the holidays, so that's kind of what makes it special, I believe, but I don't know. I would love to see it still run because I, Connor Bedard was insane in his last game, and I want to see more of him. I want to see if Shane Wright can actually play better. Um, that's just from Canada's perspective. I want to see what Sweden looks like because they had a really nice-looking team. They do normally every year, but they choke in the medal rounds. I feel like this year could have been different. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, onto the Olympics now. Um, NHL is not has decided to back out of the Olympic Games in China due to rising COVID cases as well, just like the World Juniors. Some players, a.k.a. Brad Marchand, publicly criticized the decision. Uh, I don't have a direct quote, but he just blasted them on a, on a self-written note, I believe it was. Uh, McDavid even said it, it's really unfortunate that they weren't going. Um, he wanted to see a best-on-best best tournament. And when your best player in the entire game is calling for there to be a best-on-best best tournament, there really should be a best-on-best best tournament, even if it's the World Cup of Hockey. That one was really fun back in 2016. I love Team North America, the idea of it. Just a bunch of under 23-year-olds, 23 or 25-year-olds, I believe it was. Um, it was just a really cool idea, and everyone loved that idea. It's it's really unfortunate that they don't get to go because like my favorite part of the Olympics is the hockey. It's always been. Um, it's and when it's not best on bets, it's it's just not that entertaining. Like twenty eighteen Olympics, I did not watch a single game. Canada, what did Germany win silver that year? That that sums it up. Germany winning silver in the Olympics should not happen. Yeah, my favorite event. It's upsetting they're not going. I think it's the right decision, though, because if you tested positive while you're over in China for the Olympics, you have to quarantine for three to five weeks, apparently. 
that's that's too much time. Um, if you're if you let's say you play the whole tournament, you're fine. Then you get COVID right at the end of the tournament, say like two days before you guys leave or something like that, and you have to quarantine for three or three to five weeks. You're missing what is that? Twelve in the range of maybe twelve to twenty games. I feel like thirty-five weeks, maybe. It that's too much. Um, and with all these NHL games getting canceled recently over the over December, um, it's it's a really good time to make up for those missed games. You have a few, like a three-week break in the schedule because of the Olympics that you plan for. Just use that time now to do get your rescheduled games back in, and maybe push. Maybe some of the games that you had later in the year, just push them forward. I guess so that we can get into the playoffs quicker. I don't know, maybe. Uh, I yeah, I would love for them to try and go. It's just not worth the risk. I have heard though that players are looking for loopholes to head over. Um, the main one being they want to retire, quote unquote from the NHL so that they can go play it once so they can go play in the tournament and then once it's concluded they would re-sign their contracts for the same money as what it was before with their their team again that that just it'd be something to see it like I feel like let's be real I feel like Marshan would be the head guy trying to do that um it, it it just screams a lot of madness for me though because I don't know if it would be possible, but what if they didn't want to go back to their original team and they say, okay, I'm going to sign this deal with this team. Like, super teams could be formed in the NHL out of it. Say, for whatever reason, they want to take a pay cut. They could sign, like, a one-year minimum dollar deal because they won't be making— some of their contracts are already paid for in full. They could just sign some minimum dollar deal. Um— and go form a super team on one team. So what if, say, Marshan backs out? What if, like, five players backed out just to go to the Olympics, right? I feel like it would be more if it did. But what if they could re-sign all... They could sign on a team all together, form this super team for minimum dollar one year, then go to free agency next year, and went, go win a ring? Like, I don't know if it's possible. Just think about that. If it did happen, it would be actually crazy. I... I yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just want to see best on best. It really sucks that they're not going, but like, is it the right call? Yes. In the long run. Yeah, it is. Uh, it really sucks because I would have loved to see Pedersen would have been a top guy for Sweden, even though he's not been playing good this year. Team USA could have so many Canucks. You could have Hughes on there. You could have Miller. You could have Besser. You could have Demko. Besser was not playing like he was going to make it, but now since Boudreaux came in, he like yeah, he's gonna. It looked like he might have got a spot on there. Uh, maybe him and Miller on the fourth line of USA because USA's got a really good team. Demko is. It would probably be Gibson, Hellebuck, Demko as your goalie. So Demko probably doesn't get like a maybe gets a game over there, but he's probably the third string goalie out of those two, I would think. But yeah. I don't know. It's it's unfortunate. Uh, on to the Seahawks now. One week to go in the regular season. This season has been horrible as a Seahawks fan. I, I just I have lost, like, 
the thing about me is my favorite sport kind of variates based on how my favorite team is doing. So it's it for a while it wasn't the Canucks because or it wasn't the NHL because the Canucks were just not good. And then after the bubble run they had, it kind of it's like okay, yeah, it's back in the lead. Um, whereas now the NFL is probably at the bottom of my list because the Seahawks were just not good this year and it wasn't fun to watch us lose every week. So, like, yeah, next week I'm going to go over one week left in the regular season. Next week it's going to be my full NFL episode. I'm going to go over the playoff predictions based on what's going to, what matchups are happening, stuff like that, like I normally do from, like, the start of the year. Uh, I'll do my award winners for, like, MVP, uh, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, that stuff like that. Plus I'll look back at my season predictions, see how I did. All I, I already know that I did bad, so, yeah, I just know I did bad. Uh, this week is Seahawks focus, so, so if I'm the owner or GM, say, let's of this team, maybe I'm both, for, like, I'm going to go over what I'm going to do this offseason. First things first, I'm not trading Russell Wilson. That's, that's, I don't think any Seahawks fan wants him to go. There's the possibility that he will go, though. I seriously don't think he will, though. And it's going to hurt me if he does. But I don't think he's going to go away. It sounds like he wants to be in Seattle still. Maybe his camp doesn't, but he wants to. Um, I think like, I think that the only plausible um, landing spot for him has to be the New York Giants. Because I feel like his wife is going to have a big say on where he, she wa- where he wants him to go. And she's like a model and stuff like that and a singer, so... New York is like a perfect fit for her. I don't know. Um, I just I just don't see anywhere else. Maybe the Dolphins, but I doubt it. Um, there's not a lot of other places I could see him going. I, but if he wants to be there in Seattle, there's no reason to trade him. You have a generational quarterback. There's no reason to trade a generational quarterback from your team. It, it it's just going to result in a rebuild. If you trade him, you're not going to you're not gonna be as good as you were with him that there's no denying that what I'm gonna do first though well yeah not trade Ross second thing I'm firing the entire coaching staff mainly Pete Carroll probably your offensive defensive coordinator too just start fresh his he's just got such an old school style of run first pass later and it has not worked in recent years yeah, they won a division last year. It worked in the regular season, but like second half of the year, it, everyone just started figuring it out, and it continued on to this year. Everyone has figured out what they are going to do, and it just re- results in losses. It's simple as that. The game plan does not work. I, it's And run first, pass later does not work when you have a quarterback like Russ. It needs to be let Russ cook. <laughs> it like Give him the ball, let him carry us to wins and they, I feel like we don't do that enough um yeah they've just teams have figured out what we started to do I think a new voice and a new place to coaching style is what we need I do I do like I would I wouldn't say love I I, I have to appreciate Pete Carroll though he did he almost led the greatest one of the he almost took down the dynasty and the Patriots even though that was such a stupid call but he did win us our first Super Bowl and yeah, it really sucks. We were one yard away from becoming the new dynasty in the NFL, but yeah. 
Should have given it to Marshawn, maybe. I don't know. <sighs> Free agents now. I'm going to try and bring back most of this core if possible. That includes, like, Quandary Diggs, Gerald Everett, maybe, because he started to play better since end at beginning of the year. He was not that good. And maybe even Rashad Penny. I'm not, I'm not really on the biggest hype train of the Chris Carson fans. I don't know. He just gets hurt too much, I feel like. Rashad Penny's actually had a really good game last week. I think it's worth it, as he can be your backup running back, and if Carson goes down there, you got, there's a good running back. And running backs are just should not get paid, honestly. Honestly, I kind of feel like running backs should just be like, okay, you play out your rookie deal, and then we don't re-sign you to big money, even if you are, like, good, because it just doesn't work. Like, look at Zeke's contract. Huge. And he's not that good anymore. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, huge. He's Yeah, he's the best running back when he's healthy, but, but he is, like, injured at least half the year. He kills you in fantasy football. Uh, Dalvin Cook. I don't, he's probably, uh, has he got paid yet? I don't know. Um, but he was not that good this year, I guess. Derrick Henry, he's an exception. I would pay him money, even though he did get hurt this year. He's just so good. <laughs> he's clear-cut the best running back, I would say. The best, like, power running back, I guess. I think he's the best at running the ball. McCaffrey's kind of the best at receiving it and, like, the mix of it, I guess. I don't know. Off topic. So yeah, draft and free agency. Just bring back your core. You got you got it all set, right? Then when you get to the free agent, actual free agents that aren't like on your team already, and the draft, I'm dedicating that to upgrading the O line because Russ still needs an O line really, and I want to upgrade our defense. I would I, I would love for the defense to be back at the Legion of Boom level like it was. But that is just near impossible because that defense is probably never going to be formed again because that is just maybe the greatest defense in the NFL history. Um, So I'm, you have Diggs and you have Adams at safeties. I'm upgrading at cornerback because they don't really have a lockdown cornerback and it just kills them through the air. And uh, yeah, that's on the defense side. And also defensive line. It's just, you need... To win games, you need to get pressure on the quarterback, and I just feel like the Seahawks don't do that enough. You need to go get one or two guys who can do that for them if they can. Uh, I've also heard rumors of Bobby Wagner getting bought out because he, it's easier to do that rather than bring him back next year. Like It, it would cost them less to buy him out than bring him back. And yeah, you could try trading him. I just feel like in the NFL, like it wouldn't work. I still like would love to have him back, though. He's still an elite middle linebacker in the NFL, if you ask me. This core is like, I, it's really close, I would say. You got Russ, you got Metcalf, you got Lockett. You're you're pretty much good on the offensive side of the ball, besides the O-line. I think, other than that, you're fine. It's the defense that needs work, and I think if you do get the work for the defense, this team is going to be good again. It's really close to competing. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I think it's even though they're six and ten on the year right now. Yep, six and ten. Um, and it could be seven, ten, or six and eleven. Not that good. And it really sucks because you don't don't have your first round pick this year. You would have a top ten pick, but you don't have it this year because you traded for Jamal Adams, who's probably not worth what he 
what they traded, what we traded for him, but it's it's whatever. Well, no, it's not whatever. I'm actually really mad. We we were bad for one year, and we don't have a first round pick. That's going to be a good first round pick. So I think we're close to competing. You upgrade different parts of the team, and I think you could be competing. I think if you kind of do what I just said, you bring fire the coaching staff bring back most of your core, run it back. We'll try it one more year at least. And then if it doesn't work out, yeah, you can blow it up if you want. Do I think we could win a Super Bowl next year? Probably not. I'll be a realist there. Do I think we can get back into the playoffs? Yes, absolutely. Do I think, and maybe we'll be like NFC Championship game next year. I highly doubt that, but maybe we can get to the division round. Then after that, maybe we get back to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I feel like that's not that big of a stretch if you keep Russ around. Though, although, it's now sounding like the coaching staff is expected to come back next year and there's going to be no major changes, which just sucks because I am the maybe one of the biggest advocators that Pete's got to go. He's the problem. Um, at least let it be his last year next year. <laughs> like, go retire. <laughs> I think he's the oldest coach in the league by now, right? Yeah. So, one one year away from playoffs, two years from Super Bowl, if you ask me, if you keep the core around. Might be a stretch. That's just me. Um, Yeah, it's probably going to wrap up this episode. Uh, next week, NFL. I got an NBA one coming before the trade deadline, I know, at least. Bryce and Adam will be back. Um, could be an NHL one coming too. We'll see. But yeah, next week's definitely NFL. There's not really much baseball to talk about right now. They're in lockout. Don't know when that's going to end. Don't, and f- no free agents can sign or anything right now. So we'll see. Uh, NFL next week though. So, uh, thanks for listening if you got this far and see you guys in the next episode. Peace.